strong, your voice is heard Stand on the edge, just to let it out She only stayed for the moment, I wish I'd have known it But this is the way it worked out And now I feel we're going through the motions Hey guys, Becca here. May I just say that that was like kind of like a lame introduction as I started talking. You know, that was lame too. I don't even know what I want to accomplish with this. I don't even know what I want to really do with my life. I mean. Hasn't every almost 27-year-old or person out there, no matter what age they are, I guess, nowadays or in any century said that, like asked themselves that? About like, I don't even know what I want to do with my life or what I want to do with this or whatever. Um, so basically, I say that a lot. Um, I started this podcast. I didn't even want to do it. I've said that before. Um, also, um, I've also said that I don't even know what to say right now, actually. Do I have anything to say? Well, about myself, yeah. But basically, this segment is like kind of like a little series I want to do on this podcast. Later on, I'm hoping to advance it to like a whole little big radio segment. That's the dream now. I'm taking it a step further with this. A radio station. But for right now, it's a podcast. Seems like this is in right now. Didn't really know that. I don't know a lot of things. But anyway. I keep thinking like... I never wanted this kind of existence. People ask a lot of questions. A lot of them are loaded, but, and I ask myself a lot of questions. People maybe ask themselves a lot of questions too. But the one that I really wasn't prepared to answer, and I was straightforward, and I said, I don't know. They asked me, Who, am, who are you? I was taken aback, I think, the first couple of times. 
feels like that's kind of loaded, you know? Like, who do you think you are? Not like in a accusatory or like way or anything, but like, who are you? You know, like, and I said, honestly, I don't know because I grew up in fear and anxiety and just down the way for me, pity me, but then I didn't really see it that way. Like, I just was like, does any, I feel alone, I felt alone, I still feel alone sometimes. And it was really like weird to hear people this year out of the whole years of my life actually like without even knowing you know my story or anything and I didn't you know I was just listening to them in group therapy a few weeks ago and I heard them talk about some problems that were similar to mine like not even similar like exactly it was like crazy I was like you have that problem, like, you, you feel the same, like, it's not just the problem, it's, like, the same feelings, and I felt closer to them than just a regular person, but when I say regular, it's, like, you know, what is normal? Not, there's a lot of sayings. Um, one, I like, kind of reference movie here, Abby Normal, anyway, um, but joking aside, like, normal is boring, uh, normal people scare me, uh, you know, just little things like that, but normal is boring. Basically, what is your normal? Whatever your normal, and, and what is normal, you know, whatever you do, that's your normal. I think that's what my brother helped me to come to find him. You know, whatever your routine is and stuff, that's normal to you. Whatever you're doing, that's normal. because. To you, that's what you do. That's the normal thing to do. Normal is not like Stepford or, you know, any, it's, people have their different types. There's different types of meanings and ways to live to that, in that word, normal. And yeah, so, to me, my normal was dread, waking up and dreading school, waking up and getting ready. Um, I don't really remember a lot about getting ready, the process too much. Maybe if I think back and then I like put myself in that like eight-year-old little girl or whatever, I can, you know, my, the mindset. It's funny how I can transition to that sometimes like, and remember certain feelings like that I felt like while getting ready for school. I remember being antsy, I think, going to waiting to get in the car. I know the car right there. Um, there's a few instances where I just would flip out because little things, you know, would like just make me freak out, like change, like a, like just getting off the car, like um, I would have like little like, I guess quirks or like things like 
I guess you could call them quirks, but really it's just like a thing, like a set thing. Like one time I got into my hairstyle, I was like nine or 10, a uh, ponytail. That's it. You know, just a ponytail, regular ponytail. That's it. If I didn't get to wear it, you know, I'd freak out. Like then I never knew that, but it turned out there was, I lost my ponytail or rubber band, whatever the hell you call that stupid elastic band thing that you put your hair up with. In my house, I was criticized for it by my friend, but he called it a ponytail because that's what you do with it. Like, anyway, so um, that's what it makes. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess that was my own reasoning on how, why we said that in our house. So I didn't have the elastic band. So I freaked out on my grandmother and refused to get off the car. And she was pleading with me, like, got to go to work, mija, um, please. You have to go to school. I can't be late. You're going to be late. You're going to get in trouble. I'm like, Ollie, please just take me home. I can't do this. Like, I need a rubber band, you know, like to put my hair up. They're going to look at me like they're going to know I'm like something's different. I don't like that. Like, she's like, you look beautiful. I'm like, no, no. Like, I've never really seen myself as beautiful or anything. Um, so I just didn't want to do anything different. I didn't want to be different. I wanted to just blend in. Um, I just wanted to be like everybody else. That's kind of like a lot of pressure to have on yourself as a 10 year old little girl. So, um, yeah. And it didn't help that I had a bully in third grade. So what baffles me, and I guess people don't really get it, but to me, I get it. It makes sense to me, but is he was a boy and I don't really think like, you know how the cliche thing, like me family liked him. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't think so. He always made fun of my weight. He gave me flat tires, if you know what that is. And you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know, I'll tell you. They step on the back of your shoe. So he would do that. He would, you know, make fun of my weight, like I said. Uh, just be really mean to me. Call me names, you know. Just sucks. So, Yeah. I would always tell on him, but he would keep doing it. It didn't matter. So, yeah. But anyway, I finally got off the car. I was livid and so, like, you know, she thought, my grandmother said, I don't think they're even going to comment. It's okay. So I finally got off the car. Went. They commented, however. If I knew that phrase or could say it, I would have said, fuck my life. But I was around nine or 10. So I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Um, so I was just like, shoot, I was like, wow. I just got really mad. Like, I was like, no, like, I, like they were teasing, like, they're like teasing me. I was like, kind of like trying to compliment me, but in like a little good hearted, lighthearted teasing, teasing way as your friends do, I guess. And I'm like, I'm not used to that. And, uh, you know, I'm not very social person, even though I had a lot of group of friends. I guess I was a likable kid. Um, but, you know, I was just nice and they were nice. I always thought everyone was nice, so unless they proved me wrong. Um, <laughs> case in point, my third grade bully. Anyway, so, um, uh, so, yeah, like, so I flipped out, you know, and I just did, you know. Like it. Another 
I'll try not to be drawn out about another example of how I freak out and stuff of change, um, anxiety and dread and stuff. How I grew up was how oh they would do seat they would change around our seating those seating arrangements in the class. Well, one I think it was in fifth grade or fourth grade. I don't know. I um maybe sixth grade. I don't know. Who cares? So they changed the seating arrangements every few months. Every few months, I would freak out. I had just barely learned the week before, even, yeah, the week before at least, my new seat, gotten comfortable, then they change it up. And I'm like, are you serious? And I'd freak out, run out of the classroom, just like, oh my God, oh my God. The last time, the, I remember the, one of the last few times it happened, like one of the, this was scarring, you know, I uh, tried to sit down in a tightly space to try and go in there. I'm very, very chubby kid. So um, I went and as I was like trying to find my seat, this guy said, oh, I had to sit next to her or something. I'm paraphrasing. This is like a long time ago, guys. Um, I don't want to sit next to her. She's so weird. She's a weird girl. Like, ugh. And I'm like, wow. Like, you know, I'm like, and I remember, I remember now I was like so mad. I was like, like, I'd want to sit next to you, fucker. You know, like, sorry about the language guys, but come on. Like, like really dipshit. Like, like this is my idea of a good time. I'd rather be home with my mother. <laughs> yeah. So. Fuck on that. I don't know. But yeah, I was like, really like, wow. And I'm like, there is something wrong with me, I guess. Like, I think he even said that too. Like there's some, there's, I don't know. <laughs> So that sucked, and I was like, wow, and I felt bad. I, I mean, like, I felt really not guilty, but, like, embarrassed. I was like, why can't I just sit, you know? And I was trying real hard to try and, like, deal with it the best I can, and then he has to go and say that, you know? And I'm like, well, again, fuck my life, FML. Um, and I'm like, wow, like, you know, like, what is this? <laughs> you know? So, Yeah. By the time middle school came around, I um, was, uh, I wouldn't dress out for PE. Well, I would try and dress out for PE. Uh, they wouldn't let you use the stalls. Um, uh, it was just ridiculous. They gave me a, finally gave me a secluded in the corner locker so I could dress out. I had these really cool um, decorated shoes that my, sister had they said jesus saves total cliche right you know <laughs> you know but really we did really grow up a lot of like the norm or norm that's um basic or like traditional whatever the hell christian household i mean like whatever we didn't really go to church every sunday that much um i mean like we weren't like it maybe if we did you know yeah, but after a while, we, like, left that church. It was just a lot of stuff going on, bullcrap. And I think some people were kicked out. Maybe we were kicked out. I don't know. It, it, was, it was a strange upbringing in that aspect. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, remem I remember, you know, not, like, I mean, like, she would just, like, like, it was, my mom would, like, say, like, things like, you should go read your Bible like what are you doing like like I guess because like she really wasn't on us you know like we would I mean like you just assume you know 
we didn't really have like a I don't know like like just to like a refresher course if we were like really off the wall or out of it like just like go freaking you know like yeah that and that was like and it was kind of retreat I guess that's why I don't really like to read the bible honestly because it was it's not my lack of focus not my lack of like interest it's because um or understanding a lot of it is my lack of understanding and I'm scared to be called out actually um so uh my crap so even though I call myself out on my crap now anyway so um it was used used more as like a reprimanding tool like a burden like it was like burden like uh you know and like ugly pastime or something I'm like wow that's not a good picture like that's how I took it like that's how I think you know like like it was like a threat used as a threat like or like you should or like you should really get a refresher course so then you can behave more properly next time or not so far out next time and I'm like wow like I, I that's a, you know yeah or like have you been reading your bible so you know I'm like I don't know. Like, anyway, I know I'm rambling, going all over the place. I hope you're keeping up with me. Uh, so, yeah. Just, uh, not even 18 minutes in, and, you know, weird. So, like, that's who I thought I... No, I don't know who I am, actually. Okay, sorry, I'm jumping all over. So, basically, the segment is, like, me saying, who am I? Like, really, who, who am I? Well, I'm telling you a little bit about my childhood or like how I am growing up so yeah for just yeah anyway so basically okay so seventh grade you know yeah I remember this one time this girl they it was so stupid okay so they you know how I said they put me in a secluded corner for my own locker they put a girl right there next to me I'm like that was for my own safety like that's the only time I was kind of felt like like I want like like I was like being really like territorial you know which is selfish anyway but you know but like like I was just like god I'm like are you serious just because she's new like you know like and then and then I'm like fine I get that okay fine but that's my space like I'm like that's where I'm supposed to feel, feel comfortable to dress out I don't even want to dress out and I'm not even comfortable anyway but you're gonna put a random girl there who's skinny by the way and you know like I'm not, you know, like, and I'm like so self-conscious and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, and it was just really weird, you know, and I was just like, oh my God. So, um, yeah, I think her name was Lizette. I'm not sure. Hi, shout out. If you remember me, I'm back up on Yawa. Anyway, sorry. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so that was my locker buddy, whatever. And I was like, this sucks. She was pretty cool, you know, I guess. Nice, I don't know. Of course guys liked her. Who wouldn't like anyone else but me? Um, anyway, so she, one time I, went, I came in, I came into school and I was determined to try and put on a fake smile to force myself to be happy to be there, even though I, hell no, I was not. I would make myself sick to the point of throwing up. You know, I'd make myself throw up before school. I'd have temper tantrums, you know. Like, it was just, you know, like, I would just, like, I don't know. It was just not even temper tantrums. Like, anyway, this outburst, like, I just couldn't do it. Like, it was just, like, you know, when you make yourself sick and throw up, that, that you know, there's a problem. 
you know, that you don't want to go to school. I was very close to my mother. I used to be. So I thought that she was like a safe place, a safe zone, a safe person to be around. You know, like I could trust her and stuff, which, you know, yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, I was very close to my mother. But anyway, so I went in the locker room. I don't know what time of day it was. It was like so stupid, don't you think? Okay, so sorry. From, this is kind of like a rant of how they set up the class periods. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Then the next day, six, one, two, three, four, five. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I can't do it. That's all I can remember. But like they would switch up the num the numbers. Like they would put like, you know, yeah. Oh, th then six, five, six, one, two, three, four. Then four, five, six, one, two, three. <laughs> and then I was like, what? Let's see if I can do it. Um, uh, three, four, five, four, I can't do it. But yeah, it was really ridiculous, guys. Like, they would just switch up the numbers. They're like, we're getting you ready for high school. I'm like, they do this shit in high school? What? And then, then I found out, like, later in eighth grade, and then they don't. I'm like, how the fuck are we doing this? I'm like, we, we some of us won't even have six, <laughs> six freaking classes, and they're, they're, training us like drill sergeants like you got I'm like oh my god I'm like are you serious I'm like they don't do that and then I told my friends I'm like they don't do that shit there I'm like you know and then they're like yeah <laughs> they're like then why I'm like I have no idea I'm like this is crazy batshit crazy and it was so stupid and I was like oh my god so um finally um I just uh anyway go back to that day. I walk in all smiles, you know, my gym clothes, whatever. I guess it was a Monday. I don't know. Backpack, whatever. And then I'm like, Hey, was that? And then she's like, Hey, back up. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, like, so how are you? Like, I was like cheerful and stuff. PE teacher looked weirded out. <laughs> so, and then, cause I was actually smiling instead of like, Anyway, um, looking around and like saying, oh my God, they're going to call her. No, um, so, um, uh, then she said, you, you're so happy today. You look, so, I'm like, I am. I'm very happy. I'm like, I'm so like, it's just a beautiful day. And it was just, uh, and I was just like talking out of my ass, you know, trying to make it me feel like I really, <laughs> like I really felt what meant and felt what I was saying. And then uh, <laughs> she said, oh my gosh do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, I got so offended. Like, I was like, what the, I'm like, no, why would you even say that? And she's like, and then I'm like, why would it? And then I got, I went into a freaking rant. Like, why would it have, need a guy to complete me? Like that's, I mean, like I, I just, I was like livid. I was like, why would you even say that? Like, Oh my God. Like that is just so weird. Like that's inappropriate. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I think back, I'm like, what are you, a little nun or something? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's not even politically correct to say. I don't know. But like at 12 years old or 13, I was just like, so you can't even say innocent, not even prudish. I was just, I don't even know. Like, I was just like, oh my God, like, are you insane? I'm like, why would a guy have to make me happy? Like me liking a guy, you know, I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, and then she's like, okay, like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, how dare you? 
God. And then I think back and I'm like, wow. I'm like, that, is, that says a lot, I guess. And I don't know what it says. So if you can tell me, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, so that was, that backfired. So I couldn't fake it till I made it, you know, till I made it or make, fake it till I make it. So I, I couldn't do that. So, uh, yeah. As for crushes, and I didn't really crush on anyone in sixth grade or fifth grade. Fourth grade, no. My last crush actually was in third grade, and it was Michael Lopez. He came to my birthday party. I'll tell you all about it um, another time. Um, so then uh, in seventh grade, oh, there was this, um, I never had a crush until seventh grade, and there was this boy in a wheelchair named Robbie. I'm sorry. At the time, I didn't really think it was not the norm to, uh, not like, you know, like, he was cute. He was really cute. And my friends were like, you know, like, I don't know, we were, you know, boys become the subject and like crushes and stuff, I guess, you know, talk and whatever that age. And I was like, yeah, I like this guy named Robbie. And they're like, I'm like, he's in a wheelchair, actually. And then they're like, wait, that guy. I'm like, yeah, that's him. He's just he's so, so cute. And, and I don't know. But it was really funny. Um, basically, like, you know, it was like, um, you know, like awkward about it. But basically, yeah. And then they're like, he's in a wheelchair. I'm like, and? And then, yeah, it was like, they're like, that's weird. Or like, that's just, I don't know. Like, so, like, like basically, I guess I was so... I guess you can say this. I didn't get it. I'm like, what does that even matter if he's in a wheelchair? They're like, but you know, I don't know. I mean, like, wouldn't it be weird? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I don't. What are you getting at? Like, you know, like, so what? He's in a wheelchair. What does that even mean? And then, um, I don't know. They were just making it a big deal. I was making it an even bigger deal for them making it a big deal. They're like, okay, like they didn't get it, and I didn't get it. So we were never on the same page. I remember him going. Um, on the a little bus to get taken home. It's like a special, like special bus, like you know, like they the type of bus where they have the accommodations to help him in with his wheelchair. So that's the kind of bus I meant, you know, yeah. And when I say special bus, you know, so they had the proper equipment and stuff ramp to help him go up in his wheelchair and take him home. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was seventh grade. In eighth grade, I kind of had a breakdown. Um, yeah, kind of like a few months into my into that year, I ended up on home hospital. So yeah, and then I did my basically it was like homeschool, but home hospital because it, it was just weird. Oh, by the way, in seventh grade, I was a library. TA for PE. I actually got out of it because I'm like I was let out of PE because I would oh that was always um the safe zone for me. I love books. I actually learned how to um file the books back in alphabetical and numerical order. So I just need a refresher and then I could do it like that. Um yeah, so yeah, so I th I think I could just do it like on random. Like I'll just, just give me like yeah. I'll just, you know. I don't even need a refresher. I'll just, you know, you know, just look at it and file my heart out. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. And then, um, 
yeah, around that time I was still writing my first screenplay. Um, and yeah, but yeah, like the, and my PE teacher, I'm not going to name any names, um, was really pissed, you know, to the point, like, cause this is when I actually officially became a library TA. Like, like I just, they just dropped me out of PE cause I wouldn't participate. I was like so subconscious, you know, I was like basically failing and, you know, like, yeah, my teacher said, like, basically tore me a new one by saying, one of the things he said, he was like, I don't want to be responsible you for you, Rebecca. And I'm like, oh, and then I was just like trying to be cold and stuff. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, you know, like, but I said to myself, you know, I didn't really, I don't know. So yeah, he ended up throwing his back out and I believe he blamed me for that. Yeah. So he was so angry about, you know, having to, I'm like, why are you, I'm like, you're not worried. You're just pissed off. You know, that I'm not doing what you're saying. And I'm sorry that I have like an anxiety disorder and they're trying to, and we're trying to, you know, do little things with therapy before having to put me on medication. So yeah, like, I don't know. There just isn't a lot of um, help for emotionally disabled kids, you know? Um, yeah. So not in my district, school district. There's a lot of messed up things in the school district, you know, um, happening and, you know, like for, I mean, like kids are being mistreated in special ed and stuff. I've heard stories and like, you know, and also, but then like, it's funny. I mean, well, you know, like it's weird because like for emotionally, I mean, if they're doing that to the obviously looking like, a uh, people who look disabled, who are classified because they look it, how, like, we're so mistreated, the emotionally, the emotionally disabled kids and stuff, or people, you know, not a kid anymore, 27, but yeah, like, um, it's just really sad, like, you know, like, they think we're defi you're defiant, or they think you're, like, just doing it on purpose, that you don't really care. A lot of the time, you can't, basically, all the time, you can't control your actions, your feelings, or anything. So, I stand with you, you know, but basically, like, yeah, I do, like, you know, like, and, like, they don't get it, like, no one really does. We really don't, like, they, they should just come out and say it. We really don't. And also, we don't care because it's not affecting us. We're very ignorant. We just want to stay ignorant. So unless it's affecting them personally, they don't give a crap. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, that's what I wanted to talk about in this first part segment. Um, yeah. I'll do part two another time. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, but basically that that's like part one of like, it's a scrambled thing here and there. That's my anxiety talking, my rambling. I'm very nervous about putting this up. I don't think I'm even gonna listen to it myself right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, like before I uploaded and stuff. So hopefully it came out good. Uh, yeah, so I love you guys. I really do. Um, yeah, so, sorry I haven't been so updating lately. Um, a lot of crap has been happening, um, as I'm sure in your lives too. 
Um, why do you want me to say that? Sorry. <sighs> so weird. Um, keep the faith, or I don't know, or like keep your head up, chin up. Uh, add a boy, add a girl, whatever, you know, whatever lifts your spirits, do it. Um, yeah, so part two of Who Am I? Scrambled Edition will be up momentarily. Nah, um, will be up soon. So hopefully I can do it. Okay. Well, like I said, love you guys. Um, keep up, keep your spirits up, I guess. <laughs> There's this one little line from SpongeBob. I have a big SpongeBob fan. I know, at 27, um, where Squidward says, or like when Spongebob says to Squidward, no, I meant good for your soul. And then he's like, soul, I have no soul. And then <laughs> in the background, I was like, hell, and then he's like, Mer. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, spirits, souls, anyway. Um, yeah, so I'll leave you with the verse, I guess. Um, and then a little quick song thing. So, oh, the song that I played in the beginning was uh, Crash Coordinates, the band, and it was called A Radiant Composition. And, yes. Okay, here's a verse. It's a verse of the day from New Version Bible. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim... The excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous life. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So that's it. And then. Out. Let's uh, do another song. Of this uncertainty When all we need is new memories And isn't it crazy out this time There's no place for me and you 